Welcome in to the Amon Green Show on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. 12-year NFL veteran. He's got some speed to go with strength. Huskers and Green Bay Packers Hall of Famer. Shovel pass to Green into Vikings territory. Finally brought down. And University of Nebraska eSports coach. your host, Amon Green. Hey, welcome to the show. Hope everyone's doing well out there. DP, Harrison, what's up? What's good with y'all? Y'all uh, doing good now. Recouping? Yeah, no, <laughs> we're done with the recouping. Now I'm, I'm fully 100% again. Oh, man. Man, you did the thing. Before you get, before we get to started, uh, two things. For, first of all, folks, you can text in. It is a live show. Uh, 424-645-685. Start a him and text line. Uh, all the video streams are up. Again, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, Twitter, and Allo Channel 951 if you want to follow what we're doing. And then I'm on. I need 30 seconds with Harrison before we get into the show. No problem. Harrison is – I put a lot on Harrison mm-hmm. to handle – without Harrison, I don't get any sleep. Right. Because all the student shows where they have to learn and be trained and mm-hmm. mentored and monitored – Harrison allows me some respite that I can just hand it over to him and he will keep them on air on time, proper messaging, and he, he'll answer questions. So every now and then I like to go into the goodie bag and I know that he's a hoops fan and we've talked about the bulls thing, but I needed to go another level for Harrison today. So, man, I, I don't know. I got the bulls jersey already. Well, well, but I had to get you the real, real, Oh Lord! I had to get you uh, the vintage. real. I had to get you the real Mitchell and Ness joint. Oh, nice, <laughs> like just an appreciation. Yeah, for war, the things that you do, for how you do it, and who you are. Um, nice, nice. Yeah, I, I, I like just, it. just to get in to let you know, young man, you are appreciated. You're a valuable member of the team, and I have to say so in many ways. But this one, I wanted to get you the off white. Yeah. yeah, that is clean. Right yeah, there. the off white. Yeah, they didn't wear those. Whole, they didn't wear those whole lot. I know, I know. I actually had to call a buddy uh, to get that one. Mm. Well, I and, appreciate that. Oh, yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, man, I, I appreciate all the compliments. But again, it's it's just been awesome watching this thing grow. And yes, it is hard work. But at the same time, um, a lot of these student athletes. I mean, man, they make my job easy. You know, we had these shows and we just got the new one with Sammy and uh, Sarah gymnastics shows. Mm. Um, and it's really great. It's just the people in Lincoln. Yes, there is some part getting them all set up and ready, but uh, there's just a lot of great stories to tell. And, you know, a lot of what you're doing here is we just want to look at life of these student athletes. You know, if you don't have the narrative, uh, it's not as interesting. It's kind of what I always argue why boxing kind of lost its momentum, right? People don't know the stories behind the boxers. Fighting and boxing is always an awesome sport, but if you don't know the stories, it's hard to get invested. And this right here, um, you get to look in these athletes' lives, and yeah, it's just hearing that, and you bring in a lot of great talent. It's it's just been awesome. So again, thank you for the jersey. Add it to the collection. And uh, yeah, I mean, we got the grand opening tomorrow at 6 o'clock. I mean, this thing's moving. And uh, again, I'm, I'm blessed to be a part of it. And I can't wait to see what comes down the road. Nice. Congratulations, Harris. Appreciate it. Yeah, you earned that. Sure. Sure. Every awesome. weeknight. When I, when, I first, <laughs> when I first took over, I was literally hosting every student athlete show. Really? And no, as a matter of fact, I think at the time I was – my show was eight to ten in the morning. 
And I would stay at the station and do shows until nine o'clock, eight o'clock, nine o'clock mm-hmm. at night, and then do it again the next day. And I'm, I, I, it hit me this morning that once again, like I need to take a day off mm-hmm. and I'm not good at it. I'm not good at it because, yeah. well, I mean, you have to concede some things, Yeah. yeah. Um, but at least I'm taking some, a piece of some nights off. And then I'll just take a day during the bye week. I'll take a day and I'll just shut down and turn my phone off. Right, you got to do that. Recovery, but how does that work for you? Because you've got you've got several oars in the water, Mm -hmm. uh, several things of interest. How do you time manage and delegate so that you keep your? Because you have to have a life too. Yeah, a hundred percent. So how do you handle that? Oh man, that's a great question. I I do things like where I make sure I get seven, eight hours of sleep so at least I can wake up and feel like I'm ready to do stuff. I have the energy to do things. And um, I'll say my favorite, going to my well, you know, like the fill my well type thing you're talking about. Mm-hmm. I fill my well with um, getting eight hours, seven, eight hours of sleep. As soon as I wake up, I work out. I get my either my Peloton mixed with weights or body um, weight movements, push-ups, burpees, stuff like that. So those two things right there, but the major thing is the workout after I work up, wake up. And then if I have time, like I say on a weekend, my time is obviously right now is where I could spend time playing video games, literally. So I, cause I get, I'm coaching it all week long. Gotta know. I'm coaching it all week long. So I'm playing these games too. Like, and it's like, oh man, you know, I can't wait to get on Halo or I can't wait to get on Valorant to run some rounds, you know, on my own or with the kids as well so watching them critiquing them giving them advice giving them information so they can you know get through practice we had valorant practice last night talked through some uh situations there among the players teamwork wise you know and that is pretty much that was two three times last week valorant overwatch and um he's trying to think uh i'll say a couple weeks ago uh, call of duty so yeah so i make sure in a week i obviously get get mostly but i can get mm. I make sure I work out at least three, four days a week. I say three to five days a week. And then on the weekends, hit my, give me, give my time. My time is sitting on the Xbox, sitting on the PlayStation, sitting on the PC and not doing nothing but game. Is there, is there a game? Does each game have its own emotional thing that you go uh, to it for? 100%. Like days when you need to vent, some days you need uh, to be cerebral. I don't, I don't some have, days that you- <laughs> I say I don't have the, uh, the, a whole lot of vent days, which is good. Yeah. Because I'm, 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 I'm a positive thinker. Yeah. I learned this since being a kid and through a lot of stuff I've been through in my life. So I just learned, always look to the brighter side, no matter what. And so not a whole lot of venting days of gaming. Um, but I'll say more, but there is an emotional part of it where like, Oh my God, is one thinking about when I was a kid and, uh, processing and taking my mom's advice of my dad's advice. Like you got a couple hours and you got to move to, you got to go outside. You got to go, you know, um, circulation around your body, <laughs> touch grass, stuff like that. So I kind of remember that. And so um, yeah. I'll play a couple of games in a session and then move on and then probably go outside, walk around the neighborhood and come back in, <laughs> do it, you know, do walk around my neighborhood over in Capitol Beach. So, yeah. There's a thing you said in that that tells me that you've got family from down south. Oh, yeah. Getting your feet in the grass. Oh, yeah. Touch that grass. is such a down south my family dad. thing passed along. Give folks the details on that. Oh, yeah. Well, my dad was from New Orleans. Yeah. There you go. I didn't know it was a southern thing. Yeah. Really? Oh, well, yeah, I've never heard that oh, lingo up it's, here. It's, a, it's a, it like Virginia, North Carolina, South Carolina, Georgia, Atlanta, Louisiana. Those are the ones that mainly will speak to that we 
we reconnect to the earth mm -hmm. and we have to remove the space between us and the earth. And that's how we reconnect and regenerate. Yep. Um, and that stress leaves your body when you connect with the earth because the natural magnetism takes takes over. Yeah, I mean, so you real. see the thing of people just saying once a, once a day, just put your toes in the grass yeah. and wiggle them and then watch things disappear. Stresses. You yeah. You realize that are on you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, flake away. And so me, myself, and I'm trying to get my wife on that same routine because, you know, when you don't decompress from your day or a week, and especially, you know, especially if you have a busy week or a hellacious week of whatever, you got to do it. If, even if it's, you know, an hour or 30 minutes or five minutes, give you find time in the day because we find time for everything else. Right. Mm -hmm. We find time for social media. We find time for other people. Because some people like myself, I'm, I like to help out everybody because that's part of my job, being a coach and trying to give information. I'm a teacher, so I'm developing young, young human beings. Um, not in the class, I mean in the classroom, but in the in the gaming space as well. And so sometimes I got to make sure. I, and I'm always so that is what I've been getting good at in the last, I say since I started coaching and really college coaching. So in the last four years, getting really good at cutting out the time for me, and and my gaming time, my workout time, my movie time. This is the month where I watch one horror movie a night because I love horror movies so much. So it's October horror movie month uh -huh. in my household. Yeah. And me and my wife, it drives. She's not a. Well, she's a horror fan. Now, it took her about. We've been married seventeen years. Probably took her almost the whole seventeen years. <laughs> hey. Probably about fifteen years. So the last two years, she's been she's been a trooper. You know, she's what, like, oh, what's yeah. the go to? Oh, go tos. Oh, but what are the go tos? Give me, say give alien, me your top five. Top five. Uh, I'll start with a sci-fi horror. Okay. Uh, Aliens with Sigourney Weaver. So love that. Nineteen eighty-eight. Saw Get it at the drive-in theater. Get him, Sigourney. Mom. <laughs> oh my God, I love how she goes ham on the aliens at the end trying to save Newt, <sighs> the little girl she found on the ship. Ahead of its time, too. Oh my God. The way those aliens, that is and it way still holds up. Yeah. It still holds you up. You watch it right now, it's like, yeah. oh my God. So, aliens, and then just for nostalgia's sake, because I was a kid, first vampire, one of my first vampire movies was Fright Night with Charlie Very Brewster. well done. That yeah. is. Hey, Charlie. Yeah, very well done. Um, And then Night of the Living Dead. Uh, the older Which one. Which version? Okay, older version. It was like, well, no, it was the 80s one. Okay. The one came out in the 80s. I remember seeing that. Then my mom, my dad was like, all right, if you, you know, we want, you want to watch some, some old school horror, <clears throat> horror, he brought out the old one. He went, went to the rent. This is when VHS was, you know, Blockbuster, before Blockbuster, when the, it was the neighborhoods had their mom and pop rental store. Oh, you had yeah. to go, yeah. And <sighs> so we went to a mom and pop store, picked up uh, Night of Living Dead, like the, the 60s one, black and white. Yes. And I was like, Kind of laughing at it because of the, the graphics were all bad. The yeah. blood was weird. Yeah. You know, you didn't know. But and the, and the zombies were, weren't scary to me. The one in the eighties was. You know, so it was interesting. Um, so that's three. And then um, I would have to say paranormal wise, the the new ones in the last ten years, the Conjuring series has been pretty impressive. But I like to stick with the old school again. Exorcist, the original. That one classic. Classic Exorcist. Come on. Was, I enjoy it. It was Conjuring. made in the neighborhood. It was made in my hood. Like those right. stairs, we used to have to run those stairs. Of course. Yeah. For, for baseball practice, football okay. practice, we had to run those stairs in Georgetown. Seriously? Wow. You had to run the Exorcist stairs. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> now, if I, if I was in Georgetown for any sport, no one had to run those. I'm like, hey, man, hold up. I'm like, we really got to run these stairs? We had to run You know the he stairs. died on these stairs, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they were like, man, hey, I'm on, get that out of your head. It's a movie. I'm like, I. Right, I'm No, just but saying. that was the part of the, like, the right. training was, don't, you can't stop on those stairs, bro. <laughs> that is the motivation right there. You're, <laughs> you're, 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 you're Serious moving. motivation. Oh. And, um, 
One more. I would have to say I'll go slasher now. Okay. My top slasher, the OG Jason Voorhees, Friday the 13th. Mm-hmm. And I would say the early ones, that's two about Jason goes to Manhattan. That's where I, I kind of – I still watched them, mm-hmm. but that's where they were starting to go off the, the path of a good slasher movie. No right Halloween – yeah, that's that's a that's, like, a, that's Jamie, probably number six. Jamie Lee, like Jamie Lee did mm. the dang thing. Yeah, and I, <laughs> I'll say that's a six right there, right behind Jason, uh, and then Freddy yep. is right after that. So top ten in there. Yep, because like Freddy, first three were perfect, were good, but then number four and then five and six were like way off in left field, literally. Jaws was Jaws was in my top five until about. Eight years ago, with uh, when the technology started to catch up, mm-hmm. and you could actually see the fish, you see mm-hmm. the shark. Before that, like all the way up to the two, 2010, it, you, you could still watch it and go, "Oh, yeah, that's a shark." Mm-hmm. But then everything else caught up, and it's like, "Bro, that ain't no shark." Like <laughs> well, that one didn't age gracefully. Yeah, I mean, oh, but still impressive. Again, in the seventies, mm-hmm. in the seventies, that was great. And then I, I was a kid, like I said, I grew up in Los Angeles, so I went to Universal. So too, when I saw Jaws at the on the tour guide, I was just like, oh, I'm sitting there. I was like, <laughs> plastic so shark. When I, so when I saw the movie, I was like, Dad, that that it looked just like what we saw at the tour. <laughs> where does uh, where does The Shining sit for you? Because that one Ooh, I I never that, very good. Yeah. And that's another that's another dark horse one. I mean, it's up there. It's like it's probably right after. I might have to sub if I wouldn't have sub one in. Or one of the top five, I would sub it in probably for not the Exorcist, um, probably probably Jason okay. because Shining, Jack Nicholson between his acting, Shelley Duvall, you know the young kid. Shelley was so good. I mean the writing to have the writing and then having the mindset of how are they. You know, appearing the ghosts and introducing the ghosts to the actors, where they wasn't sure what they were seeing. You know, it's like, am I really seeing this, or is this, or just I'm just half woke or whatever? Uh, uh, let me know, give so. you some. Just give me on a scale. So those are your nines and tens, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, where do you put Silence of the Lambs? I see that one wasn't. I, it's more psychological horror. Okay. So. I say it's just messed up because of how intelligent Hannibal Lecter is. Right. <laughs> and what he can do with his words and with his, what he learned, when he learned how to basically kill people, you know, mm-hmm. how to drug them, how to convince them and trick them in their mind. If they're a weak minded person, how he could get in and all of a sudden they're doing something they didn't think they were going to do because yeah, they're so weak minded. Right. So, so that was the scary part about that was scary about Hannibal Lecter. It's like he's in jail. He's most of these people he didn't even have to like it was one or two people he killed without touching them. Yeah, he was whispering <laughs> to him like two cells away. Right. And dude was like, okay, whatever he said, I'm out. Right. I'm like, <laughs> that's impressive. So Anthony Hopkins, great actor. So it's 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 tough, man. The it's, ring. It's always the ring in terms of a fright fest. Yeah. Yeah, that's up there. I mean, you got to have um, I can't remember the girl's name, but when she starts creeping up out of the well, yeah. oh. I, that's the one that my yeah. wife can't do. Like my wife's the ring, town, yeah, she's, yeah. Any the ring or any nor, uh, ghost or paranormal because she's Italian, grew up in the church, 
So anything like yeah, that. It's a crossover. It's yeah. A, it's a possession movie. Yeah. Like Exorcist 2 is coming out Friday. She's like, you can have that on yeah. your <laughs> I don't want none of that. All right. She's like, I don't want none of that. You can have that. Go ahead and enjoy it. Let me know after the end. Because she's like, no. Nah. Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Um, That's another. That's, that's right up there. That's I, high on I, the I, list, I, right? I could, I, could, I, could, I could sub out probably uh, uh, Alien for that one. Because it was like, I mean, and then once I did some history on it or research on it. Yeah. I found out, and you might know the this, real town. The real town is drove in, through it. It's in Wisconsin. Drove through it's it. It's not in on the East Coast. Yeah, and so also with Amityville Horror and Children of the Corn. It's not in on the East Coast. It's in Wisconsin. These towns and people. When I tell people that, they were like, "What?" I'm like, "Yeah, I just, I just couldn't." Remember. When I found out, I remember the town, but right now I can't. But a yeah. lot of those are in Texas too. Yeah. So when we were Houston, we would drive like from Houston to Dallas. And you would drive through these horror movie towns, and every all you had to do was Google the town that you like would show up on the sign, yeah. And then there's some movie would pop up about some weirdo <laughs> that lived there, and you just go, okay, it. Ooh, so so, so remember, <laughs> I tell people, I tell the kids today, it was a TV series that yes. came on every Halloween. I don't know if you knew this. No, I didn't know this. So during this time of year. The week before Halloween, they would air because obviously you didn't know if it was going to be a full week. In terms of Halloween being mm-hmm. on, you know, on Monday or Tuesday, so yeah, that means sometimes they would they basically did it the week before Halloween, and it was a four day miniseries. So it started on Monday, end on Thursday, and so the movie, the first it is the four is basically the first two episodes. The last two episodes is part two, where they're adults, okay, and having to come back to Derry and deal with the clown and the the monster alien or whatever he is, and. Uh, that one, and like by, by the time I was, that was probably like eight, nine, between eight, nine, ten, and it wasn't, it wasn't really no movie by that time that shook me because what I think I told you the story, but if not, I told you the story how my brothers and sister indoctrinated me into horror movies. Mm. So mom worked the bus line up in Omaha, okay, at night, and so she comes. She usually got home around eight or nine o'clock, and I'm two, three years old. I should be in bed, but I'm not. I'm up, and so. But my brothers and sisters, they're all teenagers in between 15 and 18 watching me. These three have taken three to watch me, which is not hard. <laughs> but what they decided to do is one night, I guess, I don't know what I, I must have been acting, being a kid, messing around. But they're like, all right, we're going to let you, we're going to settle you down. So they put me on the couch in front of the TV and had Friday the 13th part two. This is the one where, uh, no, part, yeah, part two, where it's still, no, part one, where it's still Jason's mom. Um, no, Jason's mom, no, I'm sorry, it was part two. Um, Jason's mom has been killed. It's just she had her head on that table Okay, where the room he was going back yep. to, the shack he was going back to. And it was like watching that. I remember right at the end when he comes through, he has the one eye and the, the potato bag that's on his head. And Yeah, so I'm like three years old seeing this. Of course, I did not move off that couch. Nope. <laughs> nope. Because I'm like, this dude might be right behind this couch. That's what I'm thinking in my head. And of course, my mom was like, what's wrong with this baby? Why this baby can't get on the couch? And then from then on, I was like, is that as scared I'm basically I'm going to get? I was like, all right, bring it on, you know? And then after that, I just that's how I grew into it. Because my kids, I got my daughters. I got four daughters. And most of of the four, I'll say four, three out of four of them are definitely in the horror movies because of me. And we and we do it now as they're older now. We go on there like Sports Center. We're breaking it down. See? <laughs> We're like, the writing's terrible. The dialogue from these actors, they're not doing the timing right. The special effects is just trash. You know, we're just breaking it down. Nothing scares. That needs to be its own segment. 
right. on, on, on Amon show. Like one day, like Monday could be video game review. Right. Tuesday could be movies. Wednesday could be games of the past. And Retro games. Right? right. Like like through all of this. Poltergeist. Oh. <laughs> That's it. I mean, when you, they're here. I mean, it's, it's so good. It's, it's very good. good. Like that one stood the test of time. Even like the they try to re, remake it. Yeah. The remake's worse. It was yeah. terrible. Yeah. I was not happy with that. Yeah. I was disappointed. And but the original one, two, and three, where they were in Chicago. Yep. Where they had the uh they were at the uncle and auntie's house that oh, or condo or apartment in the Sears, basically the Sears Tower that they remodeled, make it look like it wasn't the Sears Tower, but it was. And just how this the the timing of the jump scares in Poltergeist from one, two, and three, the writing. I mean, like in part two, the old man from the desert. That skull. I mean, I now that now, okay. I'm still dealing with that. It's still <laughs> like it's, I'm still it's dealing only with two horror characters that have me shook up until my mid thirties. Was the tall man that was in the desert. Yep. That allowed his whole uh, church to die along with him in the cave, and then Freddy Krueger. It was something about Freddy. No, say it. Say his name three times. What, Candy Candyman? Candyman <laughs> no, was the that one. Was, that was another good one. Because it was just it was like, great, stop man. it, man. Like, stop messing with me. You see the new one, though? Yes. Awesome. Yeah, and I was thought. Was it Jordan Peele right. like, directed it or rewrote it like, or Anything whatever. that he's he's touching now is, that's scary. He's Midas for horror films. Nope. Get Out. Go. Get Out is, is a masterpiece. Yes. It's a ma- Like, you can watch Get Out ten times in a row, and you won't get it. Like it'll be a different thing that kind of latches you. Oh yeah, that yeah. you went. Yeah, but I've seen this nine times and it hit me different that time. Mm-hmm. Like he's so layered that you never get all of it at once. Yeah, because he does that. Like ever since, get ever since that one, us and then um, nope, nope was there's so many uh, nope snuck on me snuck up so on many me. things he's doing to you when you're watching it because of course the first scene you see is this. You know, it's this talk show setting, mm-hmm. and you see this chimpanzee with blood everywhere, and mm-hmm. everybody's like hiding behind the seats, and then it cuts away. And of course, if you don't really understand writing and setup and foreshadowing in a movie, like my wife was like, "What the hell was that all about?" It's coming. I'm like, "Babe, it's coming. It's setting you up." For it's time. coming. So they're gonna right now. So they showed it in the first five minutes, two minutes of the start of the film. So that means later on in the film, they want you. They're gonna take a moment to say, "Okay, now this is. You remember what happened in the beginning?" Now this is what happened, and, mm. and then show you all the cutaways and all that. So I was like, "Oh, I love this." I movie. got one more for you before we go to break. Okay, and this was this was filmed in Maryland, the and East Coast. and and the pitch was the question was whether this was real or not, and people went to the location of the film just to see what it was, and the Blair Witch Project. Oh, oh, yeah. Because at the time, before the internet, before the it internet, right, it was right around internet. Right, like it, what you it is didn't, today. like you could, they could spend thirty stories about these people, and we would look. You see <laughs> right right my face? <laughs> you go finish your story. And this then I'm was tell you what happened. We to me went, we went up. So I we actually that. went to the to the to the to the two sites where this was supposed to happen. Right, right. And we wanted to know, and these. These idiot friends of mine decided to go at night, which was when I. Of course, now, I would have done that. Which I is done when, that. I yeah, done that. but this is me at the hotel. 
Y'all let me know whether y'all make it back or not. Because <laughs> I didn't think they was coming. <laughs> so when they showed up back, I was like, I hugged them so hard. I was like, <laughs> y'all made it. That's so funny. Impressive. <laughs> That's funny. So this is 90... 99. 99. Yeah. I was in Seattle. Mm. At one of my left, um, Brandon, BT. He goes by BT. He was a, a senior year or junior senior year uh, in high school. And he, he, I have him move up with me in uh, Seattle. Um, and the movie comes out. He's like, oh, you want to go see it? I'm like, yeah, let's check it out. So we go see it. And I swear <laughs> to God that when the scene of the girl, which they made fun of in yes. other, um, like, uh, like spinoff yes. horror comedies with, like, the Wayne brother, uh-huh. yeah. they did a, a scary story. Right in her face. So the scene they recreated with her and, the, and her, <laughs> they put all the, you know, all the, the snot was running out on that. So they redid that one. That scene right there. I literally was laughing like it was that comedy. Because <laughs> I'm like, at that moment, I was like, what is going on? Why is it? This is not even scary anymore. It's funny. The only scary part, I think, was if it wasn't part one, it was maybe part two. We're saying once they went into the house, it was like the woman in the corner. Kind of yes. Like, that part was new. Now, that was yeah. creepy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But other, outside of that, it was like, this is a B movie for me in terms of what, how I grade out But that's movies. why I enjoyed it. Because it wasn't, it wasn't well done. Yeah. Right. It, it was it, supposed to be like you said from POV of just somebody going on like a trip. Like somebody found the video this video, found the video of them yeah. going on right. a trip. Right. You know, investigating these haunted grounds on the East Coast in Maryland. And we somewhere. hadn't seen yeah. anything like True. Somebody just putting oh, well, this is the video that was found. Mm-hmm. Then, we don't know the particulars behind none of this. This is what we saw. Yeah. And We've the, seen a lot of people try to copy that. Yeah. And it's yeah, it's, it's a tough thing to do. Yeah. I, I don't think I can really call one movie that did that well after. Yeah. The and then real quick project. too, they, I saw all the actors on a Good Morning America. Yeah. They, I was like, man, <laughs> I thought this would be true story stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I, see, I said, oh, there they go. I said, oh man. Oh, the text line's got a few. Yeah. Yeah, there, there's some good stuff. We'll get to it when we get back. All right.